called in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Five hours last week, Nick. Yeah, we rocked it. We did. That was a good time. Um, the first episode will be up next Monday. Yep. And the second one will be up the following Monday after we do a little little bit of editing because we were a little happy by the end of that episode. <laughs> Five hours of talking. Five hours of talking. We, we had a little bit of beer. Yep. And we, we might be a little bit kind of sort of alcoholics, maybe. I don't know. So we have five hours of fun time. We did have fun times. Um, you have a bit of a sponsorship again tonight. We do, Mr. Benson. Mr. Uh, Mr. Benson with the Rogue Raspberry uh, Sour Ale brewed with raspberry, some other stuff. And it's from Rogue, which I'm really excited. And Rogue has good beers. I have, uh, which I don't think is from Mike. I think That's for me. Oh, it was okay. That's for me. Yeah, uh, Bud Light Seltzer Mango, which I do enjoy Bud Light Seltzers. I, I'm not a mango guy, so that that's all you. And then um, I say I'm going to get into my my mom bought me a 24 days of beer, and I brought them here to start drinking them there. Um, so from Mob Mobcraft Brewing, um, we'll we'll see what I drink of these, and I'll list off what I had at the end of that. So sounds good to me. I'm uh, I'm having some peanut butter and jelly tonight. There you go. So I got some from Elk Brewing in Michigan here. Uh, some peanut butter porter, which is no longer a thing. Yeah, they're they're closed. Yeah, but this is a good peanut butter porter. It was. Um, there are other better ones though. Oh, of course. And then uh, I'm mixing it with triple jam from Blake's, which is great. And when I get done with that from work, the French toast double dog oatmeal stout. There you go. Uh, Nick, you have something new to show off over there in green. I do. I do. Uh, for the people that are joining us uh, Saturday the 4th. The 4th. Uh, February for Byron Center Comic Con. Yep. Uh, we have these really awesome uh, green Bucks and Brews cups. Yep. Um, they're not as sweet as our two-of-a-kind custom glasses, but these are these are really, really cool. Um, <clears throat> so. A financial podcast, Bucks and Bruce, and it's got a picture of you and I on there. Uh, and, it's a, it's a, and it's on both sides. So, yeah, these are really, really cool. Uh, green like money, because that's who we are. That is absolutely correct. Uh, so, yeah, really, really excited to see those. I, I was hanging out with some friends, and I had you gave me a coaster, and yeah. I had it in my back pocket, and I was like, here you go. And he's like, all right, that's, that's, that's pretty all right. <laughs> I was like, every time I come to your house, I better have that coaster, right? Right. So, yeah. Um, excited for all the things that we we have and what we're going to be giving out. So, um, Vanessa, if you're free that day, you should swing up to Byron Center. It's a free con, and I'm sure oh. Jacob would have a lot of fun running around with you the geeks. Know, you know, honestly, he's not into that kind of stuff. He's me neither. Well, know. if you want, you can come get some free bucks and brew shit. Otherwise, you know, yeah, you'll find me at some point, and we'll get show up later. No. Um, we're, we're joined by Vanessa, who has joined us countless times to talk about her debt. Yeah. And uh, so I had a friend ask me a little bit ago what to do about their mounting debt. And they just feel overwhelmed. And uh, they didn't really know where to start, what to do, how to even think of it. Mm-hmm. 
so I figured it'd be a good time for you and I to to talk debt again. And you know, I I had crippling debt at one point, and that's well over a decade ago. Yeah, uh, going on two decades ago. Whereas Vanessa's a little more recent debt that she's been working at knocking down. Um, she's done a lot of good knocking it down, even though I know she's she's had a hard couple months here. But think think of where you'd be without every month leading up to that. Yeah. yeah. So I figured she could throw some good two cents in here on, you know, how, how she attacked it and her, her frame of mind. And we're just going to kind of talk about, you know, where to start and what to do and, and how to, how to mentally prepare, I guess, for, for this. Right. I mean, it's both physically and mentally. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, you know, I want to start out by, by saying <clears throat> like everything, right. Um, admitting it is, is is the first step right like hey i do have i do have debt um you know just as much as weight loss for us right like yeah. in theory both you and i know how to lose weight oh absolutely we just aren't doing it right, right i mean right. people know i mean I, I would assume most people would i guess know how to you know budget and things like that or whatever oh. just don't do it right it's taking oh. those steps so when i send you a message <laughs> just say what I thought we should do this week. I loved your response. So we, we're talking budgeting again. Let's say, yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, that, that is definitely part of it. Well, part, yeah, I mean, you know, and a lot of it I is... think there's a lot more than just budgeting that goes into it. Oh, there I definitely mean, is. Yeah. You know, and when you look at it, you know, I mean, again, it goes back to the losing weight thing. So there's more than just work out and eat healthy. <laughs> I mean, we we know that there's so much more to this. So um i guess you know we'll start out with with kind of the three you guys want to see if this one's a scam yeah, absolutely i want to see if it's a scam bucks bruises nick hello i'm gonna need an answer from you well hello shoot i tried that sucks All fucking right. scammers so right like um you know i i I'd like to figure out, you know, Dave, we talked to you, you were in the lowest, right? I mean, you guys actually went to bankruptcy. Yes. Uh, Vanessa, you know, you, you hit quite a bit of debt and you started working on it. We've had you on a couple of episodes. Um, personally, right. I'm probably in more debt than you guys combined. Um, say, which isn't because you have a lot of houses, right? right but, yeah. but, you know, I mean, like I'll, I'll share a little bit about like when my wife and I first were dating yeah. and things like she actually, was in debt right so um you know for me for me it was just i'm a very go get like hit it on right here right now i mean i took out some college debt and literally just all my paychecks and i was fortunate at the time i lived at home um and so i i pay my quick bills and like everything would just go towards this debt so i mean i had mine paid off in no time right, right. because i was fortunate in that my wife we, we were dating before we even got married and stuff i was like oh you know what he got and she's like oh i have a a K's card, right? K's the jewelry place or whatever. Oh yeah. Or a Victoria's Secret. Kiss begins with right. You know, the fuck you don't even wear jewelry. <laughs> I'm like, why do you have a jewelry thing? Well, I wanted a ring and you know, I could find it's a hundred bucks and now it's four hundred. And I was like, what the hell? So um we you know, we we kind of go through stuff and we, you know, we're young because we got married really young. But well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like you came from great financial guidance. Right. Hers might have been worse. <laughs> it's weird. The guidance was worse. 
Yeah, I mean, but like we were poor, which yeah. is which is really weird, right? Yeah. Like you uh, had less money, but your finance financial sense was better. Yeah, very much. You know, um, my mom, I before I even knew who Dave Ramsey is, my mom was a Dave Ramsey person yeah. or is a Dave Ramsey person without knowing that she is, right? right? Um, growing up, literally, if if she didn't have cash in her pocket, we couldn't buy it. Mm-hmm. She, my mom didn't have a debit card until probably not over exactly like two years ago she was 60 so probably 58 years old yeah and finally like she had to do something and she needed a card and i was like you have to, and then she's like oh this is pretty nice and i was like no shit <laughs> my mother's 70 she has one she never uses it right which she, and lake michigan you have to swipe it 10 times yeah i do her debits for let's say one cent 10 times there you go. And that's, my that's, father-in-law still does not have a debit card and he's how old uh 71 72 yeah right i mean you could still live your life on cash and um especially if he still writes a check at meyer yeah oh my gosh right and like i you know i didn't realize how old I was, because i i write checks right and like dude, you're an old young person because most people caitlin i don't have never written her own check right she goes to the bank has it made out and does yeah. all that yeah i see or she does it electronically on the bank's website which blows my mind um you know but i i look at those types of things and so <clears throat> i will say that it was growing up that way i mean if you didn't have the money you didn't go spend the money right mm-hmm. so we we never really got to that point um yeah no my 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 wife's family on the other hand they were completely fine with credit card debt with every debt right i mean i would say they wanted to live like the joneses so right how to keep up with them people and um you know it crushed them plenty of times and i, I personally don't think they ever learned from it well i mean Correct me if I'm wrong. You are. No. You bought their house. I did. So, I mean. Yep. Um, and we don't have to go any further than that. <laughs> That's the answer. The answer is yes. Um, but, you know, and, and so going back to my wife, right? Like, Because, I don't know. I never listened to Dave Ramsey. I didn't listen to Dave Ramsey until I was older. Mm-hmm. Because. I was doing right things. Some wrong because, in his opinion, investing in real estate was right. Bad. But like, even though I was financially doing well, it was always that hey, can I do better? And mm-hmm. that was the only name I've really ever heard of, kind of a thing, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, so my wife and I were talking, and she's, you know, she's not much in debt, man. I don't remember. I was like thirteen hundred bucks, let's just say. And then we go file taxes, and I was like, hey, I have an accountant come with me uh, as a girlfriend, yeah. right? Um, she's getting a return, and she's like, oh, that money, and I was like. She's like, oh, what am I going to do? And I was like, you're going to pay off your fucking credit card and you're going to do this. And you you owe, you know, these three things that equal 1300 bucks and you're getting 17. So congrats, you have 400 bucks to spend. And she's like, no, I have, I have 1700 to spend. And I was like, no, no, you owe these people fucking money. Like, right. And it's funny because now she believes me and trusts me a little bit more, but like back then I was probably the biggest dick. And I, <laughs> I just, oh, yeah, yeah, but like, still are. Right, like, and, and, but, you know, what's that? Just back then, yeah. I mean, because now she, now it's not a, it's it's a it's a dick from, you know, you're coming uh, from the right place. A good place, right? like you know, back then a dick instead of just a huge dick, right? Like back <laughs> then it was like we're not even fucking married or anything, and I'm telling this woman what to do. But um, you know, and then we pulled credit a while ago, and my wife actually had a better credit score than me, um, but she has no debt in her name. <laughs> Right. Well, so. You know, it's it's kind of a funny thing, and I, I have a feeling Vanessa can relate to this. So, you know, Dawn, a single mom, when we got together, yeah, is used to getting these huge returns. Yeah. And then we had to 
pay for shit. No. And she's like, no, but I get to spend like $500 on me and $500 on Kayla. I'm like, no, we got to pay for shit. No. There's there. We can't just earmark money for these things. Well, and see, and I guess that was the good thing when my mom did get a return, which she probably got a fucking much bigger return than she told us. Probably. Um, which is fine. She did great at being poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, things I found out through my life is my grandparents actually controlled some of her money so she couldn't go spend because she's a thrift. She, like, if she has cash, she spends it, which is probably why when I have cash, it's not tracked. I just go spend it, right? right. Um, but, you know, that that being said, like being a single mom, we we did get to, like, we'd go out to eat. You know, that was like the time. Hey, yo, it's tax time. We're, we get to go out to eat, right? We're going to, we're going to Olive Garden. <laughs> right like which was like huge it was back then to us yeah. man i mean you know that, that was a fancy restaurant that was, that was big time eating out. Like, you know i've i mean i don't know i'm not trying to brag but like just for the two slash three of us i guarantee i've had over a 200 bill right yeah. like on a meal oh, yeah. like versus we just went to olive garden literally the three of us and i think i walked out we soup salad breadstick 10 10 six bucks and so like 30 bucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> like where where we've gone to, you know, other places and had just great meals. So the $30 is is you know back back then when we were kids, man. That was that was the greatest place to be. So well, you know, one of the, the I love to TikTok, you know this. Oh, you and I was watching it as I was walking up the stairs. And uh Vanessa sent me a great TikTok. Yeah. And I, I sent it to you. This lady sat down and she literally spent three hours going over every dime she spent last year. You did send that to me, which and, was awesome. And the Part that made me so impressed is it came from Vanessa. Nice work. So she found it. She sent it to me. And it's like, all right, she totally gets it. Yeah. Some people we sit down and talk to money wise. Yeah. They pay us lip service and they don't really, you know, do anything that we say. But Vanessa does everything she can to better that situation. So I'm going to bring this up. We said it on an interview we had a, a few weeks back and I told you about it, Vanessa. So Money hasn't been paying off as quickly as you'd like because you made several trips to Texas. Had a new grandbaby. Had a so new grandbaby. I spent a month in Texas. And then um, we took a trip because hubby hasn't seen the baby. And then I took another trip um, because Cheyenne needed a second car. And... We had gone around, we have an extra vehicle that Josh needs to make repairs on and we, you know, moving stuff around. Well, basically we gave her my RAV4. Um, It was just to use, but I think at this point we're just gonna give it to her. We still owe on it. Hubby took over that bill. Um, But I drove down to Texas, dropped my car off, spent a day there, flew back home. And this was like end of October, I think it was. So three trips to texas since july so right i mean so basically one trip every two months um let's say and uh you know they're not it's not cheap right (laughs) to get to texas like um especially if you're driving even if you're flying like it's it's not it's not a cheap destination to get to well and you know having coached for 20 years now and and having a 27 almost 28 year old daughter I'm going to ask this question, Vanessa. Okay. You regret every minute that you spent with your new grandbaby, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Just. <laughs> I mean, the money, you'll make the money at some point. I know. To pay it and off when you can. 
I get to go back in August for number two. Well, there you go. Oh, wow. So, Congrats. She wasted yes. no time. Yeah, that was, uh, all right. There'll be a year and a month apart. Hendrix Man. was born July 15th and baby two is July, August, due August 13th. So Wow. That's almost as quick as Mike because he's like 11 months apart with his kids. I'm 15 between me and my brother. That's uh, 11 months. That's not even a year. That's crazy. I have I have cousins. One's born in January. One's born in December. <laughs> Wasting yeah. no time. Literally no but, time. Like, um, so the same year, which is crazy. So hubby's justification on giving her the car was she saved us like 50 grand in college, not paying tuition because she had got a free ride through the state of Texas. So we didn't mm-hmm. have to pay college and she lived with her dad and, you know, all that stuff. So it is what it is. And, and I get a new car soon because I have to drive down in August again. So you, you gave her a, a what year RAV4? 2020. Oh, all right. So 40,000 for 40,000. Seems good. Didn't you, you know, buy that right before the pandemic? Like literally we picked, we bought it, drove it up the lot on Saturday that, that Tuesday governor shut us down nice is when we bought it um we're not gonna buy new we're gonna buy used um but yeah so that's great it is what it is um so right like you and so i think that's the the thing um so me right i am very much attack 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 that like people don't understand i mean so i i say i didn't take money from my business and i I didn't right because like i pay down debt and then yeah I would pre-plan in my head months ahead or, and sometimes it bite me in the butt. So I want to be clear on that. Like, Hey, if I want to go buy a house, I didn't have the down payment. So then I would start saving for it and hope that I get to it soon enough. And then I've learned different ways of money. Um, but right. Like that's how I did like, so my debt to income was, well, sorry, my debt to, yeah. So the income was getting better. Right. My, my loan to value was pretty low because I kept hunkering down. Right. I mean, I remember I had my Granville house paid off and, very very short period of time sure i wouldn't reborrowed it i'm not right. afraid to admit that um but you know then i gotta chuck back down on it so where you know vanessa you know you you got yourself into debts and you kept getting credit and you, you know you have credit cards and things like that and then someday you were just like hey i need to focus on this right and then now it's you know from yeah, one episode it wasn't i guess <clears throat> what was a tipping point for me to be like okay I mean, I was getting daily calls, multiple calls from collection agencies, from, you know, the creditors, from this and that. And because I was always robbing Peter to pay Paul, basically. And I, I've tried to sit down and do it. And it was just like, it was so overwhelming. And you just get to that point. You're just like, you don't, you just you can't, you just can't, you know, you need to, and you know, you need to look at it, you know, you need to budget, but you just physically can't make yourself. And that's where I was at when I contacted David. Well, and you know, I, one of the things I tell people is Vanessa was my wife's friend. Yep. Not that I didn't like Vanessa, but we didn't, <laughs> we didn't have a personal relationship. Yep. So when we sat down, the three of us sat down, I mean, we did it over zoom because she's mm-hmm. in South Haven and we were, you know, still in a pandemic. And I think, I think hubby was working, um, at the time and I had Jake and uh, all that stuff. So it didn't really work out that way. So yeah, that's why we did it that way. And you know, I, you probably felt more comfortable having Dawn there, 
because yeah. that's who you knew. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I know when, now I didn't sit with anybody when, you know, we were in massive amounts of debt. I, I figured that shit out on my own. I filed bankruptcy, whatever. Uh, but you know, it, it's a lonely place. It, it really is. Cause I remember when I filed bankruptcy, I had to take, you know, technically my aunt Linda with me and she held my fucking hand while I did it. Cause I had nobody else to come with me because I needed that support. Right. And you know, it's a humbling experience. It, it makes you feel like shit. I mean, you feel horrible because it's not that you don't want to pay the debt. Right. It's right. You just don't know what the hell to do anymore. I feel like you can't pay it. I mean, you know, Vanessa said it like she's getting calls from 20 different people and you don't know which one of the 20 people to pay. Right. Right. Um, and also too, going into the debt. I mean, I've said this before that my husband and I have our finances separate. He has a completely different outlook and I really couldn't talk to him about it. It wasn't, I mean, I probably could have, he is, he is my rock, trust me. Um, and we get along much better now than we ever have, but, um, I was afraid to, cause I knew he'd be mad. I mm -hmm. knew he'd be mad. Well, and so I, I couldn't. And that was hard because that took a toll on our relationship too, because I was so withdrawn and so depressed and so you know, and he's like, you know, this needs to be done. And and I just physically could not do it. Like, I'm glad you say that, right? Because my wife and I, we don't see, like, what people don't understand is like, we don't see eye to eye. My wife, okay. Does happiness, does money make happiness? I don't fucking know if you ask me. Yes. <laughs> but like, it doesn't, it doesn't create happiness, right. but it makes everything easier. So much, right. And so my like, husband says it buys beer, therefore it buys happiness. That's I a mean, fact. Beer but, is happiness. You know, so again, we talk about it. I don't have a job. Right. And so my wife seen me working and I have a business that I do fine in. And she's like, look, you're doing this job and you're fucking stressed and I'm tired of it. And like, it puts this wrench into our relationship. And, you know, we, you know, if you talk about something, I'd be like, oh man, and she'd be like, and it just, it would just ruin our relationship and things, right? And just stress. And my wife and I do not do finances the same. We are mm -hmm. completely, so I, I'll say it out loud. When it comes to finances, I don't trust my wife because yeah. she, her words are, we'll be fine. Yes. We'll be fine because that's how you see things. Because you're going to figure it out. <laughs> like, but like, I need to like, and, and like my anxiety says, I need to do this. Like, this is how we're going to do it. And this is the steps. And she's like, okay. And she just continues to do what she was. We know? have the same argument because yeah. anytime yeah. I start to talk about it, Don's like, well, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Right. I'll <laughs> figure it out. But like, And so that's why like we did this because like, I needed somebody else to like, kind yeah. of, Hey man, is this, is this the right thing to do? Because I'm second guessing myself, even though I've been doing this for God knows how long. And like, you know, but like I forced my wife. So she has, she, she has multiple jobs now. And then technically let's say two of them pay the same. Mm -hmm. Well, she's like, damn, this paycheck was great. And she goes, there's less hours than this one or whatever. And I was like, okay, why hold on? And I was like, oh yeah, you're not putting 15% of your 401k. You're not doing right. this. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's why yeah, I was like, more take home. I was like, money goes out. Yeah, like, You'll thank me later. And you know, but, and I always told my wife, like, cause she fought me for so much. I can't afford 15%. And I was like, look, Yes, you can. Like, because you're telling me that we're going to be okay. Like, I tell, I'm telling you, I will give you back 15% if that's what it takes, right? I can only invest a certain amount into mine. I'll, I'll invest your 15 for you, but I can't legally do it. So, um, you know, she did that. And, you know, now she's years into this. I don't know how long she, she's been at this job for like five years. 
let's say four years she's been doing it, maybe, I don't know, six, five, whatever, doesn't matter. But she just gets the, nor- she's used to the normal paycheck, right? She's not, no, now the difference is the new paycheck. She knows what she makes and she's like, shit, you're making more money. But what, you know, and she doesn't budget. it's funny because Don told me, you know, I, I've hinted around at this. I, I've had a really rough two, three weeks mentally. Yeah. I, I, I've just had a lot of shit going on and my mental health has been in the shitter and I've called you a few times, yeah. you know, just to get your opinion on things. Yep. And Don made the statement to me about a week ago. We were only calling Nick because he's a dick like you are and he's giving you exactly what you want to hear. Right. He's a dick like I am, yeah. which means he's telling me what he honestly feels. So you and I both know I, at my fault, I don't, I don't hide it from you, right? Like we, if have, you think I'm wrong, you tell me I'm wrong. Hundred percent, right? And then we fight about it, and we do. I tell you, you're stupid. You tell me, I'm stupid. How many like, times have we fought about minimum wage? Oh, a million. And right? how many times are we gonna fight about a it? Million more, right? <laughs> so she's not wrong. You are a dick because right. she married you. It's just me, right? But I know you're gonna give me your honest opinion, and that's exactly and at the end of the day, that's, I I want to know. Okay, am I overreacting? Am I being an asshole here, or is how I feel somewhat justified? Right. And it's the same thing when it comes to money. Yep. Okay. People are looking for, they're not necessarily looking for, yeah, I did great. Vanessa sat with me. It's not like I sat there and I said, oh my God, you did great. You have $4,000 run up in Amazon and $10,000 run up on Disney. Disney. boy, Way to <laughs> go. The one thing I do know about Vanessa is like, I, I remember the Amazon, but like the Disney, I'm like Disney, fucking Disney. Like who the hell just spends this money? And my brain, and I forget that it's not just Disney stuff. Right? No, it's, it's a, Disney branded hard. Yep. The, the funny thing about that is um, you earn points, you know, that yeah. you can spend at the Disney store in parks or whatever. Disney cruise, and yeah. We'll never go on a cruise. Howie will never go on a cruise again. He was in the Navy for five years. He knows how it works. He will never step foot on a cruise ship. But um, I'm like, I was going to use it for Christmas, you know, and then it kind of gets away. And now I'm like, hell no. Mama's buying a new Booney and Dork. <laughs> Oh, there you go. First, when I rack up enough points, I'm getting a free purse. <laughs> and that's, I mean, you know, at least, you know, we'll, we'll do, we're, we're going to do a credit card episode because that's something that's kind of on my mind. Running in Nick's, Nick's brain. Yeah. So, and when we think about it, we just do it. But, um, you know, I, I look at it and, and I, I'm glad that you say, right. Again, I just want to tell you, like, I'm glad that you can open up and say, like, it puts a wrench in between the relationship because it did a lot of, a lot of, marriages end in divorce because of money and they end you know but and i right i i can talk to my wife about and trust me i run money by my wife way too much um where she's like yeah yeah that'll yeah, change yeah. And i'm like stop saying yeah that'll change <laughs> right just if, if you question me on one thing then we'll have a conversation be like nope this is why i do it this is here and then she'd be like see you got it you know what you're she just has to walk me all the way through it right um i mean, dude i was walking into my house and it was like an epiphany right i'm sitting there going Huh, am I doing all the right stuff with my money? Am, am I like, and I know I go out to eat way too much. And I got to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. I have to stop doing that. <laughs> one for my health and one for my bank account. Um, I haven't been out to eat in two months. Proud of you. Not even in Texas? I can't. Not even in the Texas? Huh? Not even in Texas? I mean, in Texas, I um, I had surgery in, in uh, November 30th, so I can't eat fast food or any of that. So because I can't eat out, they haven't eaten out, so we yep. have made everything at home. We've come up with some very creative meals, by the way, that are dirt cheap. Good for you. you say what? We've had those episodes. We're going to do, do another, another one. one. Yep. 
God, those are my favorite episodes. Absolutely. Proving, especially now. But um, so anyway, Vanessa, instead of doing the the debt snowball where you're where you hit the lowest interest rate, you chose to go with the avalanche where you're hitting the highest yes. interest rate and um, you know, going going that way. Um I so, actually I will say though, I, I did a little honestly, I did a little bit of both because you know, I knew those credit cards had high interest rates, but I also knocked out some of the smaller um, collections things and some of the smaller debts that I had because that stopped the phone calls. Yeah. The credit cards were up to date that, you know, I was paying minimums or just above minimums, but it wasn't making a dent. Um, But it was those constant phone calls every day, five times a day. And when I knocked those out, that was a win as well. And so I did a, a combination of both. But now that those are done, I've, you know, gone to the avalanche. Yeah. And, that, and I think doing a doing your own thing is great because, you know, you, because you're talking about emotions and we are emotional or uh, mental health people as much as we, um, we're not, we're not licensed in it. But I think you have to have a win, right? You have to give yourself the mm-hmm. small payoff because then you feel like, hey, I accomplished this, right? Like, um, I, there's so many things I've done in my life that have been easy just because I need a win, yeah. right? Like if I have to go build a house, you know, it's, what, what's the, you know, what's the fastest way to eat an elephant or how, how do you eat an elephant one piece at a time or one bite at a time? Right. Like I get that, but you know, I could eat the carrot that's right here because it's gone and I don't have to, you know, the whole right. thing's gone. But, um, so I, I believe that you have to give yourself some wins. Um, and then you, right. You guys just got into a part where you just felt so low to where the only option, for the you. only option for us was bankruptcy. And, and honestly, we were so fucking broke that we had to do it ourselves. Like we did not have money for an attorney. Right. Like, so what you said is because what we, like 600 we bucks, thousand, thousand bucks. And I just didn't have it. Who so the fuck does if you're in bankruptcy, we found a, a really good book and a software and did everything on our own. Yeah. And it costs like 200 bucks total. Yeah. Which is, and seeing, I would be so screwed because I, I mean, I'd have to come to you to be like, Hey, how yeah. do I do this? I helped issue? people file bankruptcy after I did, which is great. I, I mean, probably two or three different people, yep. including going down to court with them. Yeah. Because I'd already done it. So I knew what to expect. Yep. Um, You know, I, I think ever it's weird. The older I got, the more people I knew that had bankruptcies in in their name and things like that, you know. Um, Well, it's one of those things when I was young, you know, I thought losers filed bankruptcy. Yeah. I didn't realize that, you know, sometimes you just get in a bad spot. Yeah. And you just need a little bit of help. Mm. And unfortunately, a lot of people out there don't want to fucking help. Like, the thing I hated the most, and, and we still raise money for this organization at work. Hey, if you're down on your luck, call the United Way. They'll help you. Yeah. No, they fucking won't. I don't give a rat's fucking ass about a normal person that needs a little help. Right. Oh. They want the person that's beyond destitute, you know, with the needle in their arm. Right. You know, where they have nothing left. They've been in the street for three weeks and, and everything is done. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I find about all these companies. I think we talked about it in an episode. Like, um, you know, we talked about community of compass mm-hmm. or or um Sorry, there's there's just so many of these companies where like, hey, we can't help you until after you have your eviction. Right. What the fuck? Like, so you want me to ruin my life before you'll help me? Exactly. Like, look, if you just give me this, it might happen again. But why don't, why don't you take that 800 that you're going to help me with at the end of it and make it 
four payments of 200 eventually throughout my one year period. Right. Like, because that 200 will literally get you to that spot of like, Hey, we made our, we made our mortgage payment today and, or, or, you know, sorry, our, our rent today, stuff like that. And that kept me in here. Like, well, you know, one of the things I talked to Vanessa about when, when she came to me and, and the same with my friend that, you know, came to me recently. Yeah. The question is, what do you need? I need everything. I need everything you owe. I need everything you spend. I need every dime you have. Yeah. What you're expecting to come in. I need everything because I need a full outlook on what there is so I can give you the best plan on how to attack this. Yep. And most of the time I'm I'm going to go with the snowball because again, people need wins. You do. And if they're the type of person that's motivated by a win every three months, they can get that with a snowball. Well, and I mean, if you're talking to an adult, you probably have a normal type of a job. Like, and so you can get a win fairly quickly because yeah. I mean, you've probably gotten the credit cards where they're only giving you a 500 because your debt income is like, Hey, we can only give you 500 bucks, but you'll take it. Yeah. Because it's there. Like, and we talked about that. Like to me, you guys were you guys, <laughs> broke, broke people use cash advance stores. And yes. you guys did those. Oh, those uh, are horrible. Even I knew better than to use those. <laughs> We did not use those. Dawn, or did she work for one? Dawn used that like <laughs> there you go. twice after working for it. Sure. And when I found out, yeah, all hell broke loose. Well, and- because again, I'm not paying 600% interest. The worst loan after bankruptcy. So this is well after bankruptcy. There's like three years, four years after bankruptcy. Okay. She was handling our accounts because I'm an idiot. Yeah. Okay. I love my wife, but. You're an idiot. I couldn't let her be in charge of our finances because if she got in trouble, she was not going to ever come to me. Right. Because I would get mad. She'd be. Yeah. I would get mad. That's my wife too, right? Like I, where the hell did this come from? Here right. Go, right. So she literally got a loan with a company called Cash Call. Oh, geez. It was a $2,500 loan. You want to know what the terms were? She had to pay $5,400 in 24 months. Holy shit balls. Dude, I need to open. You know what's the weird thing is I live in Jenison. Uh-huh. Which is a very what I would call it, and it is like let's just call it it is a very well-off area. Very much. And there was a cash store. Granted, it's out now, which I'm very happy about, but like I I understood the one in Wyoming, but I didn't understand the one in Jenison. But it doesn't matter what your financial thing, like there's always that thing, right? Well, th- this company and I want to be clear about this real yeah. quick. So people listening. You could be in debt because of gambling and things like that. I know people that have been in it, but like, mm-hmm. doesn't sound like any of us were into gambling debt, right? We were just in normal every day. We're trying to bust our ass and get their debt. Yeah, it wasn't like we were buying extravagant things. Yeah, you, you didn't, know, you, you didn't go out and buy a three thousand no. dollars brand new refrigerator because it had the LED TV on it, right? Yeah. I, we were just buying normal shit. Vanessa, were you just, you know, you bought a Rolex, right? Yeah. Um, no, I but I did spend unnecessarily. I mean, well, I, I was think in that we mental all do. state, but yeah. But but you were, I mean, it's not like you had a Louis Vuitton in your arm that you financed. It's not like you had uh, a BMW, you know, seven series and, and living literally just above the means. You were, you weren't taking vacations, you know, to South Beach, staying on the beach. Right. You know, you, you were, hey, yeah, my kid wants these toys and I'm going to buy them and you know, a couple hundred bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there, this, that, 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 that. Yeah. Javi called me out on this and I don't know if it's like an ADHD thing or if it's just me personally, but, um, when I would get depressed, I would go shopping Yeah. and 
I would always be like, oh, but I only buy it if it's on sale or clearance, or I, yeah. I, I buy it at Goodwill, or I buy it, whatever. Well, all that shit adds up. Yeah. You know, and he totally called me out on it. And so now I am very conscious about that. I mean, some, I still do it. Like um, I went to the grocery store and I bought something that wasn't on the list because I wanted it, you know, and it wasn't a necessity and it wasn't. And he's like, why did you, buy? I'm like, well, it was only $5. Yeah. Well, it adds up. No, but it, and it does because it's funny. So my wife does the same shit and I, it's fine. Cause I buy whatever the fuck I want, um, which I shouldn't say that, but I do for the most part, but like, she'll come home. She's like, man, I just bought your daughter a new shirt and I just got a nice sweater and oh, they were 90% off the clearance rack. And I was like, cool, but you still spent 12 bucks. Like my daughter is seven. I've never seen her with the same fucking shirt on once. Like I don't like it, but it's weird. Cause I don't mind, but you and I wear like four shirts, right? <laughs> and that's it. Um, but you know, and so that's what we go back to this girl on TikTok. Um, we should figure out how to link this aspect, but um I can link that in the show notes. Yeah, so she was talking, she was talking about she has like a miscellaneous thing. Uh she only has $285 of home alcohol. So uh, yeah, but I hit that by January. But going out and drinking, it, it was a little bit more. It wasn't much though. It was like a thousand. Yeah, a thousand for the year. Okay, I I know for a fucking year. Yeah, but you and I my are alcoholics. Bowling, fucking last week I paid for the whole team. Okay, like, but again, you and I are alcoholics. Food and drink. No, this is food and drinks, and it's only eight hundred and eighty nine dollars. Okay, but I want to go back to something Vanessa yeah. said for a minute here because Don says to me the other day, she goes, "You know, when you're fucking depressed, you buy more shit." And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah. She goes, "You you're trying to make yourself not depressed?" Yeah. You've been with me 23 fucking years. You're just now figuring this out. I, but I the can't. problem is when you have buyer's regret, buyer's remorse. No, right? I never have no. that. I don't oh, know. Really? Because that that's, that's what I did. I, oh, I, really? No, it's, yeah. it's great. To ha- so I'm, I'm glad you have that. I wish I did. I'm just because, happy. Because What's, I knew I'm in debt and I knew if I, you know, at the time you're like, you justified it in your head, but then, you know, you look at your bank account and be like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Well, you can't return it. Right. So I did. But I, I do it again. When, I do when it the day time. comes that you're not sitting there looking at the debt anymore because, you know, you guys don't have debt. You're going to sit there and go, yeah, I don't for a minute regret buying that $5 thing, even though I know I probably shouldn't have. Well, you're just going to be happy you bought it. And, you know, he's going to be pissed off because you were just trying to make yourself feel better. Right. It made me feel better. That's what counts. And I'm going on vacation. Right. And I have no fucking job. Let's just. Right. I keep saying it, but like, I don't have this guaranteed. But my flights were hundred bucks. So that's 300 bucks there. $400 for my hotel for six nights, seven days and $124 car rental, right? For the three of us. Um, I, I'm doing it because yes. Am I depressed? Like, is that what you want to hear? Sure. I'm fucking depressed. Am I doing it because I want to see my wife and kid happy? 100%. Do I regret a single thing about it? Fuck no, because I know I'm going to come back energized. Let's go. I need to focus on this. I'm trying to buy the next place. <laughs> like this is, and, and it's a dude, 800 bucks. I, it was weird. I didn't realize, like, I, I went through different financial steps in my life, mm-hmm. right? But, like, I, there's people that couldn't spend 800 bucks right now if they had to, right? If I offered them this exact trip, they're like, damn, how do you find this? And I'm like, well, this, and, well, we don't have 800 bucks. And I'm like, what? Like, dude. Well, again, I, they, they ask that question all the time. If you ran into a $500 emergency, could you find it? Yeah, most people. I could always find it. Right. I mean, right. But a lot of people cannot find that 500 bucks. Yep. Yeah. And, and well that's like Cheyenne works for this company where um they do sales and 
they have tiers. They have three tiers. If they make each tier, each tier has so much money towards a vacation. And they met tier three, which means that this company pays $7,000 for a vacation. And so they wow. get to pick anywhere they want to go. It doesn't matter where it is. You're a baby. Um, and they were going to go to Hawaii. And what they were going to do is they were going to rent an Airbnb, which it was paid for. And all we had to do was buy plane tickets. Yeah. And we would have had a free, you know, Room. somewhat free vacation. And I was talking to Javi about it. And he's like, and I knew the answer. I didn't want to hear the answer. But he's like, no, because we have, you know, yeah, it'd be great. It's great in theory. We get to spend a week with Cheyenne and, you know, have fun and do all that. But we have to bring Jake. So that's an extra, you know. Plane ticket. Plane ticket. And we have this and this that we need to do. And like, at this point, those things are not an option to, to ignore. Like we have to get our septic pump. We have to put in a new front door. We have no choices. And so he's like, no. And I was like, okay. Yeah. But now they're not going to Hawaii because she's pregnant and can't do all those beachy, uh, whatever. So they're going to New York. They're going to have a good time in New York. But th- the point is, you know, yes, it had been great, but we couldn't justify it. Well, that's, I mean, I, w- I wanted to go the week before Christmas to Florida. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. My wife said no, and we just couldn't do things. And I was like, I just felt it was financially, but it really wasn't. It was just the timing. And then, so that's why we're going now. And I'm just like, I'm excited for it. Like, because last year I had so much fun. I mean, what an amazing opportunity. But um, at least your husband's the, smart enough to say no. Like, we have these things that we have to get done. And that's mm-hmm. more of a prior. He doesn't want to go into debt. Um, you know, now... When you, when you started out, so your husband had no idea that you were in the debt you were into, right? Correct. Okay. Um, well, he which, knew about the student loans. He didn't know exactly how much, but he knew I had student loans. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, um, but he didn't know the credit cards and the other things like that. So, um, you know, which he would have found out when you go to buy a car, say, right? We bought the car. We bought but a car. Before he yeah, but that was after I mean, you started the debt thing, right? No, she bought the car before. No, actually, we did start in 2019 because we had already started with um, that stuff, but I wasn't that far into it. Yeah, you were in a couple months. But um, my name was my name is not on the wrap. Right. Um, and, you know, that's why you, I, I think you pull your credit, right? That's a, a tip I'll give people is pull your credit so that way you know what's on there. So that way you're aware of what you have. Because sometimes so... I got a call the other day. Yeah, from my father, who you know. Yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> um, it's a complicated relationship. I'll, yeah. I'll put it. That we way. should we should meet so he can think you're skinny. And I think he'd still call me a fat piece of shit, but that's okay. <laughs> um, anyways, he he goes. Uh, I didn't know your wife went by Michelle. She doesn't. It's her middle name. Why? Well, because somebody called my Michelle because his daughter's named Michelle. And they had like $5 million debt. So is that your wife? Yes. No. It's a scammer trying to get $5 million from her. Oh, are you sure it's not your wife? Yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure because I pull my wife's credit report yearly. Yeah. And I would see it. This isn't isn't made up, which whenever you say that, it's always made up. 
Uh, I think that's why I bought my third house because I didn't pull my credit that year. So I was like, well, I got to have an excuse and I don't want it to damage it. So I don't want to buy furniture or something. So I went and bought a house just so I could have my credit pulled. <laughs> uh, that was uh, like, I didn't know how else to pull credit, right? Because like I look at the website to yeah. scam things, right? Like, you know, if, if it's on a commercial, I always assume it's a scam. I really do. Um, I always have. I think you and Steve are the same fucking age. Swear to God. Um, I, I I do want to hit on this because yeah. I mean, you know, part part of the thing we're talking about is, is how you feel. So <clears throat> Vanessa, think back to when you were at your lowest point. I mean, give me give me some emotions that were there. Um it was physically debilitating. Um my husband would go to work and I'd lie in bed all day watching TV on my phone. Um I, I had physical aches and pains. Like it weighed so heavy that I was just physically painful. Um, I was miserable. That's all I can say. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. I remember being nauseous. The phone would so ring and I nauseous. immediately got nauseous. And I used to love when the phone rang because I'm like, oh, somebody's calling me. It's like getting a piece of mail. Yeah, and then all of a sudden... Every time it rang, I just had this terror response of, oh, my God, again, somebody wants to hammer me about the fact that I owe fucking money. And I mean, I said some of the craziest shit. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. I got a truck. Come take it. Kiss my ass. I literally I just didn't I didn't want to deal with them. Yep. Well, you know, and and I have family, right? They've had cars repossessed. They've had things. And um, I try to sit and have those conversations of like hey this is what you should do this is how you should do it and people listen or they don't right um i'm getting better especially having you know doing bucks and brews like i'm getting better at being able to explain to people more more process and steps right Mm um and my brother came over the other day and i actually got a call from one of my people i have money invested with um for iras and stuff like that and he happened to be there so i put it on i had on speaker anyway and he's like, hey, I wouldn't do this. Like, wait a couple months to put money in. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. Like, and I was like, look. And we had a we had an adult conversation, which my brother and I don't like we we don't all the time, right? Like, um, but I was like, look, if you wanted to ask my opinion, should you be investing in your 401k? Always do the company match. But I don't I wouldn't blame you if you didn't do the extras because personally, this is how I feel. But I also know that you're the kind of person that will not take that money and do something like you're not going to pay your car off the extra hundred bucks that you're going to save. You're not going to open up a different account, right? You're not going to do these things. And I said, so look, here's my thing. If you're, if you're going to do the right things, then that's fine. But if you're just going to like, if you're just going to go buy an extra pizza or do whatever, like, which I know you are car parts that you don't need, don't do it because it's not going to make you any happier, any faster, any way. You'll thank me later for this in the end. He's and I wanted to touch base on that. Like the the reason we need wins because like getting rich is not overnight. It's not over a five-year period, a 10-year period. I mean, this is, like it's over our life and eventually it'll hit. I can't tell you where that part hits because everybody feels something completely different, right? I have more money now than I've ever had in my life. But I think I said it a couple of years ago. Like I have more money now than I've ever had in my life and I've never felt so fucking broke. Yeah. Right? Like um well i i look back on like when caitlin was in high school yeah and you know i'm working overtime and i'm getting paid hourly and i got all this extra cash 
And I felt so fucking poor. Yeah. Because, but you guys were doing everything. We were doing a lot of stuff, but yeah. still, I, you know, I paid for Hawaii over with overtime. I didn't have to take out any money to do that. It, yep. it was just there. Yep. And I didn't realize at the time that, I mean, it was good for me feeling like I was poor because it kept me grinded. Yep. But I was nowhere near, I mean, I'm not poor now either. Right. But I still feel poor. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, if I had 5 million bucks in the bank, I would feel poor. Right. And that that's just exactly it, right? And I, I had that little conversation with somebody yesterday. So I'm the kind of person where if I have a million dollars in the bank, let's just say I have a million dollars in cash and I watch that bank account because I have to go pay a $63 ticket mm-hmm. or let's just call it a hundred bucks. And it goes to 900 or 999,900 or 999,999,000 and eight hundred dollars or nine like i would just feel like boom like because i don't have that same amount of money right, right. if it doesn't go up to me it's it's bad that's why i tell people not to look at their 401s and do like, all that i you know i look at my investments so like my hsa yep i don't have an hsa or i don't have a high deductible health plan anymore yep so i cannot contribute to my hsa any longer right which is fine but i had invested two thousand mm-hmm. and it got up to twenty three hundred which is huge and then it got down to sixteen yep and right now it's sitting at like 1910. Sure, close. And I just need to get over 2000 so that I can now cash it out and I have what I put into it and I, I'll be a happy guy. Right. It'll get there. I mean, it will. And you know, you're going to compound your interest. I'm letting the shit ride. So, you know, like I always do. Yeah. I mean, I, I looked at my 403B yesterday because it was a holiday for us. Yeah. So I got on and I looked and I'm like, all right, well, I don't really like these investments anymore. I think I'm going to go this way instead. Yeah. So I rebalanced everything. It changed my future elections. And then I shoot a message on, on teams to Lubbers, Glusa, Christy, and Kristen, who I advise them on what to put their money in. Sure. Christy was on because she was working yesterday. She usually works on Sundays. Sure. And she asked me a bunch of questions. This morning, I, I get up and I get online at 530. And by 630, Kristen messages me and she goes, I don't have any of the elections you said. I don't think I changed this last time. All right, well, you got them now. Change them. Right. And then like two hours later, I get a message from Lubbers with a heart, and I get a message from Glusa with a heart. Nice. And it's like, great. So they've done what I've told them to do. And, you know, when I'm looking at these accounts, I'm looking at not what have they done in the last year, but what have they done in the last six months, and what have they done in the last five years? Right. Because are they trending correctly now? Yep. Because I know in the last year they've sucked. Everybody has. But in the last six months, how are they looking? Right. And then over five years, how did they look? And that's where we're putting our money. So um, so before coming here, I went and visited my wife's grandma and mm-hmm. she's in a uh assisted living aspect of things right now, like she, a hospital nursing, whatever. I don't know what the middle ground is, right? Um residential living. There you go, yeah. Um, and so she was saying, oh, yeah, hey, I get 20 days of free stuff. And then after the uh, for, for the next 40 days after that, it's going to cost us $190 a day for food. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you can always make more money. And then my daughter, seven years old, looks at me and goes, how is she going to make more money? She's she's sitting here. And I said, well, and she goes, well, and I was like, all right, you asked for the conversation. I was like, it's called compound interest, kid, right? Your money's going to go in. It's going to sit there. She's going to make money upon the money. Remember that bank account that you just opened up, the CD, of which I'm really happy? And she just sits here and she goes, I was like, so you want to have an adult conversation? You want to play like a child right now? I was like, 
if you're going to ask me a financial thing at seven years old, you better be ready for this full answer. And she's just like, man, 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 man. And I was like, kid, you push my buttons, but I'm telling you right now, I'm educated. You're going to be the brightest kid that's going to walk in. You're going to be like, hey, compound interest. You guys ever heard of this? <laughs> like, she's going to be the biggest nerd, and I'm hoping for it, right? But like, right. you know, we, I remember I talked a lot about it last vacation. She's like, I was like, hey, you know how we did this? Like, we invested our money and it made money. Like, we spent no money out of this because we overmade this this year. And she's like, huh? And I was like, you'll get it someday. And it's like, I keep putting that in. But like, it was the funniest thing. I'm sitting here talking to her like an actual adult, and she's going, and I was like, oh, yep. I still do that to my husband. What are you talking about? Right. I, but I can see that. Like, you look childish. No. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I say, and, and he gets so me, mad at me. <laughs> oh, I bet, but, but it doesn't matter. So I've learned no matter how old you are, if you ask the question, I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you the answer. Well, you know, and, and, and when we look at debt and crippling debt, especially, what is the first thing you need to do to figure it out? Yeah. You need to find somebody and ask them for help. I think that's the biggest thing. You need you need to ad, not just admit it to yourself, but you need to find somebody because it can be isolating as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel isolated, um, and it's you you don't always have somebody in your immediate family to talk to. You don't always have, but you need to find somebody, whether it's somebody like David or whatever, that can be your accountability your sounding board your encouragement and to help you tackle it one bite at a time instead of trying to figure it out on your own i'm going to throw out some words here vanessa and and tell me if they're right or wrong you know when when you decide that this is where you're at humbled yeah um maybe lost I was very lost. Uh, fearful. Yeah. Yes. Um, and honestly, just looking for somebody to give a shit. Yeah. And, you know, people that know me, like, I hate everyone. Yeah. As a group. Yep. But I like individual people. Like, if, if you throw 10 people in front of me, guaranteed I hate every fucking one of them. But if you put one person in front of me, probably going to like that one person. As long as they don't come out stupid, you know, (laughs) if they run around going, I hate gay people, I'm going to hate that motherfucker. But if they're just sitting there going, God, I I just don't know what to do. I just need a little hand. I'm going to give you a hand because I've been there and I I know what it looks like and I want to help. Well, and and it doesn't even have to be somebody that's into finance or into that sort of thing i think it's really just somebody that can help you get out of your own head Mm -hmm. i think that has a lot to do with it too um just that sounding board somebody to help not distract you but kind of pull you out and kind of get your mind right you know well, and for anybody, you know, watching make you or, vulnerable, or right? listening to us, I, I did start a Discord channel with a debt support help. So, you know, if you go find Bucks and Brews Discord, you'll find a debt support help on there. And and uh, I, I figure it, you know, it's good to throw out there because people need that support. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, so, and, that, and that's what one thing I think you and I have, excuse me, 
we have a very much understanding, mm-hmm. right? Because we're not losing weight, right? Um, we we have an understanding that if you could do it by yourself and if this was easy, everybody would just go do it. Mm-hmm. But it takes other people that have a different passion, have a different mindset, have a different outlook than you do, right? I mean, you know, if Vanessa came to me, it'd be a different conversation than what you and I had, right? Hey, where do you want to be? Like, where do you want to be? How do you want to get there? Like, I walk people through journeys where you're strictly this is the data. This is how we're doing it. And I'm like, I want you to dream. I needed I data. You. That's the thing. Right. Like if I would have gone to you first, not to say anything, but I think my no. journey would have been way different. Um, I come from that military background and I'm an, I'm the nerd. I'm the numbers person. Yep. I needed facts. I needed a plan. I needed focus. And so I think with me, with David kind of putting that out there and be like, okay, I can go to him. Um, that really helped me. Yeah. And that's, and you have to, you have to find that, right? Because in normal, different. In, in normal life, I'm very, I mean, I'm way more straightforward than you. Right. But like when it comes to this aspect of things, I think you're very much numbers straightforward. Mm-hmm. Like, look at this and I will walk. We are completely I'm opposite. Very yeah. black and white when it comes to this. Right. And we are kind of opposite because <clears throat> I, have, I mean, right, like, I still want people to live kind of a life, right, because because I've lived this whole, like, everybody talks about the Dave Ramsey, and you can't even go drink a fucking pop, right, and I'm like, look, you know what, like, I remember when I was, I mean, it used to help me, so, like, I, we were talking about, it. I think I'm two, three years without a monster, and I have an addiction, so, like, I didn't realize I could even go that long without doing that, but, like, you know, I, I'm still, like, I still think about it, I'm talking about it right now, and it's just the idea of it, um, so you you very much focus on this and I focus on hey we don't have to give up the world we can do as, these things as much as I hate Ramsey yeah he's when it comes to debt gazelle intensity I am absolutely hyper focused on right. getting rid of that debt yep. oh, but yeah. I don't think David was um he wasn't you need to get rid of all this and you can't do this and you can't do that because he even said when we first talked I know that you need to go out and eat out sometimes and and do this and do that. So he was just more of like black and white. Here is what we're looking at. What can you do? You know, where can you cut back? Where do you feel um, doing that sort of thing? So I think that was helpful as well. Oh, and that's that's great. That's the thing. You can't, the, the whole Dave Ramsey you know, you can't go out to eat and you can't do this. And you can't, that can be so crippling for people. That was me, you know? Because and so it, that would not work for me. And, 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 you know, my assumption is because I look at the lowest, right. Mm-hmm. And as much as people don't think like I've been, I've been very low. Um, but like, right. When you, when you finally reach out for help, if you do, cause like we know that suicide happens. Okay. It does. Which means you didn't reach out for help. You got to the lowest point and didn't. Okay. So now other people they'll get to that lowest point and then they'll reach out for help. So in most people's eyes, I would assume people aren't just, Hey, I'm going to keep living this life. And then I'll ask for help. No, you've probably already felt like you've cut back on the things that you know, you can cut back and you've, you feel like you're living a life. That's not the life you, you want or used to. And so then you're like, okay, Hey, I need to reach out for help. Like, don't tell me to cut out more because I feel like I've already fucking cut out. Hey, let's lay it all out there. Let's literally throw stats out on a piece of paper. And I think, I think suicide's a great comp there because, you know, anybody you talk to, 
80% of the people you talk to yeah. are going to tell you anybody that commits suicide, they're the weakest people ever. Bullshit. It takes a strong person to say, you know what? I'm just done with this. I, I can't do this shit anymore. You did not like whatever that was. No. Sorry. Which one? <laughs> English style mild. You were so excited about that it one. was. I do normally. You know what? That's so I, good. Huh? I probably should have chilled it. Um, well, I mean, you should chill any. I, there's a refrigerator right in there. I don't want to take up all the refrigerator space. All you have to figure out is what. Yeah. There's two shelves you could put shit on. Yeah. Anyways, but, uh, people think that anybody that commits suicide is weak. That that takes a strong person to say, I'm just done with this shit. I don't want to do this shit well, anymore. And it's not that they're coming from a place of weakness. They're just coming from a place of desperation going, I, I just there's no way out of this and i can't do it anymore i just i'm I'm so fucking tired i want to be done that's all right so i'm gonna piggyback a little bit yeah my my wife and i are watching a show called afterlife okay it's with a british guy sorry ricky gervais thank you mind you i have no idea what this show is but all you had to say was british guy so ricky gervais and his wife his wife died from cancer whatever so he's like he He's just, I don't give a fuck if I'm here and blah, blah, blah. And somebody's like, well, you're pretty strong. Or he, they're like, no, you're weak because if you were strong, you would have killed yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, damn, I hit. And like watching it, like just sitting there on the other side, like watching kind of this. And I guess you have to see the show for me to, to understand it. But like, I looked over at my wife and I was like, I, I'd really be, I have no idea where I'd be without you. And then she's like, I know I'd be lost without you. And she's like, just watching it, like watching these people, like these people's lives, like completely change. I'm just like, fuck, man. Do you ever feel like you're saying that from a way different spot than what she is? Oh, 100%. Because, you know, I, I've said this many times since I got sick. Yeah. If I knew this was the best it was going to be, I just wish I would have dropped dead. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm better than I used to be, but still not where I need to be. I want to be. And I mean, you know, it, it's gotten to the point where I, I told Don the other day, I'm like, you know, because I've had all the concussions I've had in life, I know I'm I'm prone to fits of rage. <laughs> That's just what it is. Yeah. And I'm not going to necessarily know when those happen. Yep. So she got to the point where she's like, well, maybe we need to get a uh, referral to a traumatic brain injury therapist. Yeah, that's fine. We can do that. It's not a big deal either way, but. At the end of the day, I'm just sitting there going, okay, this is the best my brain is going to be. Do I want to keep doing this shit? Right. Because it's, it sucks. I want to be what I was two years ago. Not what I am right now. Yeah. I'm not where I want to be. And, and noticing that, right. It's going to get you on the steps to getting there. Right. I hope so. And as she said, she gave you suggestions of yeah. what things you might look into. Now it takes you to take those steps to go do it. Right. Well, I mean, I, I talked to an old friend yesterday. I mean, so when I when I first moved to Illinois, mm-hmm. I wasn't real good at getting out there and talking to people. So I talked to people online. And one of the girls I talked to, Angela, she uh, she lives in California, and we've been friends since 97 or so. And gave her a call yesterday. I talked to her for about an hour, hour and a half. And, and she's, she's run through some of the same issues I have because she was septic last year. Yeah. And well, two years ago. And, you know, we're, we're talking about things and, you know, there's that period where she relates to what I'm saying because she's now gone through that. Right. 
So when I say, you know, my brain is just not working the way it should, she gets it where other people just don't. And it's nice to have that reassurance that, you know, somebody else out there knows exactly what the hell I'm going through. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not that I want to drop dead, but, you know, she was asking me about when I got sick and I'm like, yeah, we did a couple episodes. Like I remember doing an episode with you and I'm like, Hey, if I drop dead from this, I need you to do X, Y, and Z because they're not going to know what the fuck to do. Right. And then a couple of weeks later, you were on vacation and, and Vanessa and I had a conversation, you know, where we did a kind of bucks and brews without you. And I vaguely remember it, but not really. Right. And I, I actually listened back to the one that she was on after that, where she goes, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to get your reaction, Nick. Cause when I talked to David, he was just kind of out of it. Yeah. No, and that's, <clears throat> but you know, excuse me you have the ability to you have the ability to know those types of people right Mm -hmm. like we've done 150 episodes now something like that like 125 but yeah sure we're getting but like we you know but we just found out that we're above average because average is what seven and they quit something like that yeah right so i mean we you know we understand listen the first time we are above average let's let's give let's give credit where it's due (laughs) Listen, money matters. We're above average in weight too. We are that, yeah. Say, so, listen, money matters is coming back. Apparently, are they really with a new co-host? Yeah. So um, I loved listening to them. They were great. Great. We stole the "What are you drinking?" About. Damn straight. Say, we're not afraid to admit. Not afraid at all. Um, you know, and I made fun of them every time they said I'm drinking tea. Right? Yeah, that's why. That's why. Like you're like, hey, I'm doing this, and I'm like, cool, that's good. But like, I will continue to drink. I have beer. my water. Right. I, I have blue water. I will continue to drink beer because that's that's what we started um and that was one of the biggest things like all of a sudden they're like hey i want to get healthy and i want to do this and i was like everybody goes through change and i don't want to be that change we um, want to be that change but we want to keep doing what the fuck we're doing right well, i want to get back to this girl that yeah. we talked about on tiktok yeah, yeah okay can you read this to me i can rent water and sewage seventy five hundred twenty five dollars and 39 cents remember all the people that said you can't find anything for less than like a grand <laughs> For a year, yeah. Like that's a year. Yeah. So we're talking seven hundred bucks. Right. Roughly. Well, it's like six fifty. Yeah. So she's right. She did, she did say that she chose to live where she does because of the lower um yeah. standard not standard of living, but rents and stuff like that. So she did find a lower No, and that's fine. Like, I mean, she, you know, but it's just super cheap. I don't know where she lives, but and then you know the thing that got me was the screen before this. She was paying fourteen eighty for subscriptions, fourteen hundred eighty oh, yeah. a, a year, which is over hundred bucks a month. Yeah, like like one hundred and eight bucks a month or so. Yep. And it was, well, it's funny because I made fun of my brother for the same shit. So he's like, I don't spend that much. And I was like, Hulu, Netflix. Uh, you just got Disney Plus. Well, yeah. He, he's like, uh, Par- he's like Paramount. Yeah, but yeah. I paid a dollar a month for that, and I was like, still a dollar. It's still yeah, a dollar. The other one you're paying eleven bucks, and he's like. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I was like, I could literally sit here right now and probably get you 60 bucks. And, and you know, I was like, but I'm not telling you to st- stop living that life because you're you use it when you're on the road, you, you're constantly doing these things. So Osborne came in to teach yeah. me, you know, the, the numbering thing. And uh one of the things he hit me with was he wants his son to save enough money to get a house. And 
Nick will not be here to hear this, but it, it's <laughs> going to drive home to him. So he's like, save $70,000 because the kid makes really good money for a 23-year-old. He's making $28, $29 an hour. Mm-hmm. So really good money for a 23-year-old. I mean, shit, that's almost what I make. And I'm 45. Um, anyways, so he's like, yeah, you could save $70,000 in a year and have a great down payment. True, you'd have to buy a house in Wyoming. And he goes, yeah, I don't want a house in Wyoming. I want to live here, which here is Byron Center. I'm like, well, you need 325000 for that. And again, $70,000 is a nice down payment, but you're not finding cheap housing here or even affordable housing here. That's like South Haven. I mean, I'm yeah. sorry. You know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nick thinks that he's going to, and I've looked um, just for shits and giggles here and there, but there is nothing less than 150,000 mm-hmm. or 159 I think and that is a vacation condo that's on the lake and it's only available six months of the year yeah or something like that um it's just it's not it's not feasible and I think South Haven um somebody was talking about um affordable housing they're going to work on affordable housing here in South Haven yeah for long-time rent people here so and not just summer rentals because that's huge here you know it's either multi-million dollar homes or rentals right um say affordable housing we said we we will have that episode up because we're dealing with it in every area um we had a guy on and that's what he did for the longest time was talk about affordable housing so um and what's needed so um, has your taxes gone up? Um, where I, I don't know. I don't deal with that. Sure. That's, that's his, I mean, I look at it. I think it's gone up a little bit. Sure. Um, but we are not actually in South Haven. So, um, we're actually in Allegan County. Oh, okay. And so, we're like a half a mile from where the county line is from Van Buren to Allegan. And so we're not exactly. So like if we were to call 911, South Haven Police Department would not respond to our house. The first responders would either be um, Allegan County Sheriff or state troopers because we're not in South Haven. So our house and he bought it um, before we were together, before I even knew him knowing that it needed repairs so he got a good price on it he got a good deal on it but nope so i guess like because we have the question of right like i don't know where to start um besides finding somebody now what does it take so after you sat with david what does it take to to make it happen um the first thing that i had to do was find out where my money was going. I had to do what that lady did basically, um, was to sit down and go through my account and categorize it and say, okay, here's what I spent this month on this. And as I had said before, I didn't realize how much money we were spending eating out. I mean, we were spending a couple hundred bucks 
And again, our finances are separate. So that was just my account True. that was eating out that much, not what he paid for, you know, cause he was paying, you know, we, we would split it, you know, one time he'd buy one time I'd buy. So it was double basically what my bank account was showing. Um, and so I had to make those changes first. So you, you, you noticed what was missing and then decided, Hey, this is where I can actually cut. Mm-hmm. Because originally you didn't think you can cut anything. Now you realize, Hey, Correct. I actually could cut something. Yes. Um, the other was the groceries, you know, um, we would just buy what we wanted when we wanted it. I mean, I was going to Meyer at least once, once a day, it felt like I was, you know, we wouldn't, I wouldn't make a list. Um, you know, I wouldn't figure out what we were running out of, or, you know, I wouldn't meal plan. I still don't kind of meal plan, but that's a little bit different. Um, but I would spend so much money at Meyer because I would not go in and just get what I needed. I'd be like, oh, this sounds good. Or, oh, I could make this with that. Or, oh, you know, so I was spending like $1,300 a month or more on groceries for the three of us. Yeah, that's what I have. A, I have a very good friend of mine who we don't, I mean, we, we you know, he, we don't talk like the way David and I do. As much as people think, like, I love to talk money and business and stuff, but like, he's the average American, right? He He's like, hey, I just got a promotion, 10% raise, I'm making great money, I'm doing this. And then, man, we just went to Meyer and I spent 450 bucks for groceries for the week. And I was like, 450 fucking dollars, like what? And he's like, yep. And, and, and I'm just like, you know, but, but, you know, they're the people that have 10, five hour energy drinks sitting, sitting right there. They have just so much stuff i'm like huh all right so you didn't you didn't get to the point of um you know figuring out how to write down hey this is what we can eat every day this is a guaranteed game plan of what we're doing so um you know i don't know i i make a list my wife doesn't but she also makes sure we actually have meals in the house versus um here we eat a little bit different um i've tried to meal plan my adhd does not allow me to continuously meal plan like i cannot function like that much to my husband's dismay um but we will make several different meals a week and we have leftovers quite often so like um my husband we'll make spaghetti. And this was before surgery, even. Um, I was so spaghetti out. I'm like, I am done eating spaghetti. But, um, you know, he would make spaghetti, him and Jake could eat it. He'd take it to lunch. Jake would eat it for leftovers. I would find something else. Or I would make a meal that um, Jake and I would eat and he would figure out what he was going to eat. And, and yes, we do make meals, but now that he's working third, I mean, he's been working third for a while. Um, we just have not functioned like that, especially after my surgery, when I couldn't eat anything, you know, um, and he was really trying to figure out meal plans and, and stuff. And then I had to kind of figure out where my meals fit in. So, and we're still kind of like that. Like last night I made dinner, I, I made a dinner, but he was sleeping. He stayed, we went out 
we went out squirrel hunting yesterday because I didn't have to work. Jake didn't have school. So we went out squirrel hunting. We had a good time as a family. Um, but he didn't get to bed till almost three o'clock in the afternoon. And he has to be up by eight to go to work. So yeah, I made a meal that I didn't eat because it was, it was a uh, bratwurst and I, I can't really eat those. I mean, I probably could, but it probably hurt like hell. Yeah, um, I do like bratwurst. I do not. Um, but you know, I made his lunch and I made that up, but that's how we've been functioning lately. And I think that works for us, but we always have certain staples on hand and the things that we like. And so that's how I've been grocery shopping. Well, we're almost out of this, you know, I know you eat this and this, um, we have, um, I got two deer this year. Um, my father-in-law got two deer this year. So we have literally a chest freezer full of meat. So we've kind of just, we can just pull out as needed and what we feel like. And as long as we have staples, we can throw meals together and that's what works for us. Sure. Well, that's, I mean, <clears throat> when the pandemic kind of hit, um, I went back into survival mode and I'm, you know, my, my wife made fun of me. She's like, why do we have so many boxes of pasta? Be because we're going to eat right like it's well, cheap we right we don't need it like we don't need it no no we do right because and worst case scenario when things get better we'll just pull off the our shelves versus trying to fight people in the store for mm -hmm. a dollar pasta box and pasta never goes bad like you know but when someone's sitting here going okay hey tonight we're having spaghetti tonight we're having goulash i went back to poor white right and like tonight we're having anything with pasta and some type of a sauce like we have alfredo yeah. tonight that cost three bucks. Everything. I mean, I, I went into literal survival mode of I'm going to eat like crap, but I'm going to have money to make sure I can get it. Um, I think for ahead, us, guys. when the pandemic hit, um, hubby wasn't working. His shop shut down. It wasn't, he wasn't, sure. you know, um, so he did a lot of that meal planning. And so he was better at meal planning than I am. Yep. Um, but and that's how we're different too. He does not get my, my ADHD functionality and how that works. And he gets very upset by that. And I'm like, I try so hard, but for us, when I would meal plan, you know, I'd say, okay, this night we're having this, this night we're having this and you know, whatever. And then something would come up and then we'd never, we'd never make it. And then yep. food would go bad and then he'd get mad. Well, I'm sorry, that's not what I planned for, but shit happens, yeah. you know? So we've kind of gone back to the make as needed with staples in the house. Sure. And, and and that's a great way to do it. Like, that's a good tip for people because, you know, tonight, let's just say if tonight's Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, granted. I right, tacos. I didn't, but um, I, I have to eat yet. But like my wife will take the kid out because we had to go to her grandparents. Yeah it's her birthday hey we have so much this like now the kid has to bed and i'm doing this and so <clears throat> i'll have to go get tacos because now i want them um but right like we we find ourselves doing that I and mean, i'm notorious for it especially more and more lately like hey i'm running last minute i have to stop and grab a bite like and so you know mcdonald's is just so quick cheap and easy right like versus hey put on a pot of noodles let's take eight minutes to boil six minutes to cook and you know add some sauce to it but you know so the thing we started running into which i know everything we're talking about the last 15 minutes is off topic but that's okay i had a budget or um 
So Caitlin moved out right before the pandemic. Yeah. And my wife still cooks as though there's three of us. Yep. And as though two of us eat meat. Yep. So she'll cook something. And then I have to eat it for like five straight days. And you're not that kind of guy to do that. I don't mind eating leftovers a day, maybe two. Mm. But after two days of leftovers, I'm usually done. And like, so she made wings for football on Sunday. Yeah. And she had made the chili and the hot dogs for, you know, chili dogs on Saturday. So I finally got her to understand that you cannot make eight fucking hot dogs because I don't want to eat eight hot dogs. So she made four. Great. And then she makes like 16 wings. And they're not like B-dubs wings. They're like yeah. wings. Yeah, she, she's making full freaking. Yeah. So Sunday, I'm like, hey, uh, that pizza we got out in Granville that one time, that'd be good sometime. And she goes, do you want that tonight? I'm like, fuck no, I don't want that tonight. I have two hot dogs and a bunch of fucking wings to eat. Oh, well, I thought you were trying to hint. I'm like, I'm going to be eating this shit for days. I finished the hot dogs yesterday. Yeah. I still have two wings left. There you go. And it's not that I don't like them. They were great. But now I want some, and she made tacos tonight, which is great. Yep. But I don't want to eat the same thing for five fucking days. And my wife does not know how to make small amounts of shit. Well, that was, I don't either. That was the good thing when I, when I had my job. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll remember the day till whatever, like I ate a can of beefaroni every fucking day for who knows how long. And then all of a sudden I warm up my bowl and my buddy's got some brats and I'm like, damn, that looks good. I was like, I can't fucking do this. And he's like, give me a brat for that beefaroni. And I was like, fuck yes, let's do this. And but like, I, I, I really can't, I can go into stints of where I can just chili. I could do it for the full fucking week. If you gave me spaghetti, yeah. I'd probably do it for, you know, quite a few days. A sandwich. If you gave me a different, like a hammer or turkey sandwich, and you just rotate it out. I could be the brown bag guy who literally. The only thing I need to change up is like I don't want a cheese stick every day. You're right. Right. Uh, hey, if you could do kiwis instead of strawberries this time, that'd be great. But like, really, I am the guy who could just eat the same thing all the time. If, if she packed me tacos every day, I just eat tacos every fucking. Yeah, but day. you could eat tacos every day. Every day, every day of my life. But. I I need something different every couple, three days. Nope. I, I'm not that guy that can have, she would make pork chops, which is something Caitlin does not like. Yeah. And she doesn't eat meat. So she'd make like eight fucking pork chops. Yep. I don't want eight pork chops. I want two fucking pork chops. I, we're at the store the other day. I bought a ribeye. Yeah. One. One ribeye. Because that's what I'm going to fucking eat. Well, that's like, there's certain things I'll do leftovers, but um. So now, well, hubby's like that too when I when I would make him meals like because we eat very different he's he loves spicy he loves vegetables I'm a very plain Jane you know Jake kind of takes after me um, and I would make him a recipe according to you know I'd make something according to the recipe well it was like for a family of four he's like I cannot eat this for the fourth fucking day in a row mm -hmm. like switch it up so I kind of got away from cooking for him because I, I can't, I have a hard time having a recipe or, you know, I don't want it to be not enough and then him be hungry, especially when he's at work. Um, I'm here. I work from home. I can just figure it out. He can't, you know, so the wheel, the wheel of death. 
So we all call it, right? But like, so now when you go to a restaurant, do you order the same thing every time? No. See, it depends on the restaurant. Let's say B Dubs. Yeah, I don't go there much. Okay. I mean, so like, I don't know where I go. If I go to Sakura, with because I go Sakura, there with you sometimes. Yep. I ordered the same fucking thing every the exact time. same thing. It's because I ordered the filet. Yep, with double double right or sorry double noodles, no veggies and rice. With can I have hot and sour soup uh, instead of whatever? I, I don't get that I'll, I'll myself. Like I know my fucking order, right? If I go to meetups, I know my order, right? Like it, depending on the place, I like if I go to Subway, I know my. Order. I'm getting a Subway club, so I can't say that. I will do a Subway club, or I'll do a meatball depending on See, how i feel that day. once in a while i will do the uh oriental chicken nope it's clubber <laughs> same but like really great like i am very it's funny because my wife would be like hey what do you want from this place babe i have eaten the same fucking meal every time we go to these places for the past 15 yep. years of our life um and she gets it wrong doesn't she i don't really care about what she brings home so <laughs> my wife yeah. this is one of this is a hill i die on yeah if she goes and gets me a donut, yeah, I want a custard donut. Sure, Long John. Yeah, nice. Invariably, she'll buy me a fucking cream filled. Oh, which I'll eat the cream. No, I mean, that's not what I fucking want. No, you want? I want I can, custard. I used to work for a baker supplier. I cannot eat cream filled. I I just can't. I don't think anybody can. It's called psycho. She will. But buy I will it tell you, me. David. Yeah. If you ever come to South Haven. And you go to um, Golden Brown Bakery. Do not get the Long John there. Okay. Because you're used to that velvety, smooth, Bavarian cream, that deliciousness. Go on. Theirs is like (laughs) a curdled mess. And I tried it and my husband loves them. And I was like, that is most disgusting. I tried it and I was like, I can't, this was years ago. I'm like, never again. I will never get a custard filled donut from them ever. Um, I get the caramel Persian when I go there. Those are oh, I think that's me. I'm the caramel Persian. <laughs> I, think that's me. Uh, I, I couldn't resist that. I will tell you, if Dawn had 99 chances to get me the right donut out of 100, She'd get me the wrong one 99 times. Shit. And the right one once. Um, let's say Courtney just gets me the right one every time, which is great. It must be nice. It's probably because she thinks Framefield people are psycho too. Like, My wife doesn't eat either of those. Yeah. And she does not like cake donuts. I mean, I'll do a chocolate cake about once a year. She only wants the yeast-filled donuts, which, again, a yes. Long John is yeah. yeast-filled, and I want the fucking custard. Stop buying me cream-filled. Yep, no, I, my, my, I can tell you again, my donut order, right? It's a, I, I want a, a fritter and a Long John. I do like fritters. Yeah, like, that's just plain and simple how it is. If you go to Ida's, I'll probably do a chocolate-covered fritter. But, no, like, like, literally, I'm probably the most predictable person that's out there. See, it's funny, because if I go to Sweetwaters, because you know I love Sweetwaters. Great place. Um. I will not get the long john because it's more no. expensive. That's exactly <laughs> it. Such a cheap yep. block. Oh, they have a cheesecake one. That's great. They do. But most of their donuts are great, but the, the long johns are more expensive yeah. than the regular donuts. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just get a regular donut. No. Mind you, their regular donuts are like grasshopper and shit. I mean, they're fancy as shit, yeah. but they're a circular donut. With a Reese on top. Instead of this long john. Um. So Vanessa... Um, 
how quick when you started this process of getting out of debt did you start to feel some comfort honestly after i talked to david so just the same um i i talked to him i don't don't remember if it was a saturday or sunday i think it was a saturday um but sunday um i spent time figuring out what i was spending and when we had talked one of the first things that I was going to do was work on the um, collections that I had. And so Monday morning I started calling. And so it felt great to have a plan and somebody that understood and to um, give me focus. That was for me. And then when I started paying things off, it, it just got better and better and better. And that's what I think the biggest key is start, right? Because I, mean, I didn't feel as isolated. I didn't feel yeah. as, um, I don't know. It, it was just the isolation, just the whole, the, the sheer weight of that debt. Um, there was a plan because before I didn't have that. Sure. And for some people having, having a plan, having a, a stepping, you know, a stepping path of where to go and how to do it is, is huge. Um, you need people that are willing to hold you accountable and not that I was holding Vanessa accountable to anything, but she knew if she called me, I'd give her an honest answer. That's the one thing I, I, you know, we, we both give Dave Ramsey credit on, like they hire people or, you know, they have people that run things and the successful person will put on their next show or their next like whatever. And they meet up, right. And they, they do weekly meetings and it's an accountability group and, um, you'll never be afraid to. Never be afraid to seek help on anything, right? I mean, there's always somebody that's willing to. If you don't have the money for it, um, you know, you you can always pay back in some type of a way, right? Uh, you know, I I you come on to a bucks and brews episode is how you do it. Well, and again, we are probably two of the worst businessmen out there. Yeah, because we could charge for the shit we do. We could, but we don't like i'm happy to sit here and help you out with your debt it, it doesn't really matter to me yep um nick's happy to help talk to you about how to get started buying houses yep. it doesn't bother him the the information we have we should be charging for yeah but you know we don't i when cheyenne came home last april um for the baby shower mm-hmm. we were talking and she had some things that were on her mind and she was, and I kind of talked her through them because I had more information. Like I was better off at doing that. And um, they're in a situation now where James, her fiance is like Nick and his wife. It'll be okay. It's fine. It'll be okay. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Cheyenne is like David where no, I need a plan. I need to figure it out. But her issue is, you know, I said, you really need to sit down and figure out what you're spending. She's like, I know, I just don't want to admit it. Like Mm -hmm. she's, she's in that spot where she knows she has to do something, but she's not quite ready to admit it. I mean, they don't have debt like I do. I mean, she has some debt and she has some things going on that she had questions about. Um, And, but her with her, she needs that financial stability. And so, especially with baby number two coming, you know, she was kind of freaking out. And um, I actually directed her towards um, 
one of your earlier guys's episodes. Um, and so she's been kind of watching your podcast a little bit. So maybe I can convince her to talk to you, David, or, you know, um, just kind of see if you can help her just find that mental stability, not necessarily her financial stability, but help her figure out where she needs to be. Well, one of the things, you know, that the friend of mine came to me with was, you know, Hey, I really don't want to be on the podcast. Hey, that's cool. We don't have to be because again, when you wanted to talk to me, Vanessa, did I bring up, Hey, come talk to us on Bucks and Brews? Nope. And even when you put that out there that you were looking for these people, you didn't even, you didn't ask me, you didn't tag me, you didn't. But when you posted it, I was like, Hey, I'll do this. You know, I was ready for that. I was okay with putting it out there because I was in a place that I know a lot of people are at. And if I can help somebody the way you help me, I'm all about it. Well, and I, I have a good friend that, you know, I know through my star wars group and she's been adamant you can talk about what we talk about but you cannot say my name sure so i've hinted about you know things that her and i've talked about on different episodes but i've never said her name because she's just not comfortable with it she doesn't want her family to know and she doesn't want other people to know and and i'm fine with that it doesn't matter to me right I'm not, you know, I'm not looking for content for this. I, there, there's plenty of things you and I can sit here and bullshit about for two hours. Right. We fucking talk about donuts for 30 minutes. This is or comic counts. I mean, shit, we talked to Chris for three and a half hours. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's not that we're looking for content. We want to help people. And, and you know, sometimes, you know, Vanessa jumped right in when I said, hey, we're going to talk about debt. She goes, hey, uh, you want to talk to me? I'm, I'm happy to tell everybody what I was going through and that was fantastic because yeah. now I, I don't hesitate to go to Vanessa and say, Hey, you're talking about something that you want to jump on. Cause I sent her that message this week and I'm like, Hey, we're going to talk about this. You want to jump out on Tuesday? And she goes, what time? And I tell her and she's like, yeah, I'll be there. Cool. No, that's great. I mean, you know, it's not that we're using it as an example, right? I mean, but that's just, you can use me as an example because if I'm going to help somebody again, you know, Hey, I'm all right. about it. I mean, and that's, you know that, that's where the, the the biggest key is is you're you're focusing on it and we have you on we celebrate your victories and i tell you that you could focus and do things and you're like yep but i have these things great i can't i right i can lead a, a horse to water i can't force it to drink you have to figure out mm-hmm. how bad you want it right like i'll never shun i'll never i'll never not give advice to somebody because they didn't do exactly what i said i don't really like your life i enjoy these conversations but that's the only time it impacts me in a sense right like mm-hmm. our facebook friends but like really if if you went right back into debt and lived a huge extravagant life i'd be like that's cool good for them like awesome and then hey oh i'm in debt for all those things that you see me do on facebook be like cool here's how i get back to it <laughs> hey like it doesn't doesn't affect me and so that's one thing that we're very good at is you know we being, can divorce, ju- being judgment free and yeah, we can of- divorce ourselves from that situation. If you don't want to take the advice, that we don't care. Yeah. It, it's perfectly fine with us. It's not like I feel I wasted my time. I gave you information. Nope. And if and you I want think to that's it, why it's good to talk to somebody else because you know, like David said, a lot of divorces, a lot of marriages end in divorce because of finances. Mm-hmm. I couldn't talk to my husband about it at the time. Right. Um, I've since been able to, and um I've He's stopped I've kind of opened up. Yeah, I've kind of opened up about a few things. Um, 
he still doesn't know all the things. <laughs> well, and I know this. I don't know if you want to share this with Nick or not, Vanessa, but you told me the next time we talk about, you know, your certain money situation, we might have mm -hmm. another guest on with us. Yes, my husband actually wants to join. No shit. And the next update, yes. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. So, and that's kind of why I asked David what time because you have to keep in mind though that he works third shift. Um, we don't, care. and because we, of everything that's coming up, he's been working. Um, I think this was the third weekend he worked in a row, so he hasn't had a day off in yeah. since no, I mean, since and, and, Christmas. He went to work Christmas night and has not stopped. Oh, and that's you know, like when, when he has a time that he wants to get up and he's willing to give us our time, David and I will try our best to get make that work yeah. because. I mean, just as much as I told you, like you would do so much better if the two of you were on the same page. Yes, but that's not going to work. That's fine. Like I'm not. I can't force you into. Yeah. It. But right, like oh, that's not how well, we work. Even that's how we point, do this. We like, can't force him into it. 100. But like now he's willing. Just off of being on three, four times now, he's willing to come and say, "Hey," and then, "Hey, this is what I think." And now he just gave a fucking fifty thousand dollar vehicle away. And he's gonna pay for it. Well, we only owe twenty five. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I don't want. It's okay. Kidding. My daughter's driving a twenty twenty Rav four, and I'm driving a two thousand one Jeep Cherokee that was his grandmother's. <laughs> oh well, I don't want to be presumptuous or anything, but I would assume that you know he's seen that you're making positive steps here, right? Mm -hmm. So talking to us may not be a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's and that's great. Like. Very, very excited for that. That's gosh, that's awesome. That's, I, I knew you'd like that. I was saving gracious. that for a good time. No, and that's uh, <laughs> now you got me all now you got me all hot and bothered over here. Um, it doesn't take much. Another bearded big dude, you know, drinking right. beer. He fits air. right in. Yeah, he's gonna drink Miller Light though. That son yep. of a bitch. Um, it's um, way he better than Bud Light. He likes Fuck Kraken. You. He likes the oh, the does Kraken he? Burp. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh um, my God! I saw a tweet today from your new bestie and. New Jersey. Oh, I didn't even know he's on Twitter. Yeah, I, well, I saw the beer facts. Oh, nice. Twitter at work today, but he still hasn't gotten back to me. I think he's embarrassed by that fucking shit show episode. Um, Vanessa, if you ever want to see the worst episode of Bucks and Brews ever, let me know because it's only available for people I know personally. Yeah, oh, okay. True. Um, so now when when now you got me all just. Yep, here we go. You're now just, you're just focused on that. Totally lost now, aren't you? So when when you started doing it, and then when you hit your first victory. So what keeps you, I guess, getting back on track? Because so you, you've gone to vacation, which I assume we're not talking necessarily like I assume your debt isn't going down as much as you would like. What's keeping no, you on track? And actually, as I told David, he wanted to do an update. It was shortly after Christmas, and I was like, "Yeah, not the hottest situation right now." Um. So we've had I've had a couple. We've had a couple setbacks. We're working on them. Um. Right before the blizzard, we needed like we're out in the sticks, according to whatever. Even though the gas pipeline, I can literally see it from the end of my driveway. I can see the station. They will not bring it to our house. So we cannot get natural gas here. Okay. So we have propane. And it was shortly before the blizzard. It was like the week before, before we even knew the blizzard was coming, we were at 20%. And so he called, um, they wanted over $1,300 to fill our tank and that would last us maybe until February, maybe. 
So, and of course, right at Christmas time or right after Christmas time, you know, yes, my husband makes good money, but that's a huge hit, you know? Um, And so what we did was we bought a pellet stove. Well, um, part of it, he put, like he paid for part of it, but we had to put part of it on a credit card that you know he's working the overtime he plans we plan on getting that paid off and getting that taken care of um because of blizzard and where we're at and having literally a freezer full of meat like like we have to arrange it to get it to close where we're at we lose power all the time so if we lose power one we have no heat even if we had propane we we couldn't get heat and we lose our freezer we lose thousands of dollars worth of meat and so you have insurance had to buy that? a generator and we had to put that on a credit card again he's working the overtime um he honestly he went to work um he had christmas eve off and because he works third so he went in christmas night and has not had a day off since mm-hmm. and he plans they they're back they're behind on production and he does maintenance, so they have to have maintenance there in order to run production. So he's already planning on working this weekend and next weekend, and he's taking the overtime as long as they're offering it to get those paid off and more of my credit cards. True. Um, so do you have insurance uh, that covers your your freezer replacement or your um, refrigerator and freezer? It probably will, but it's hard to put a value on venison. Sure. You know, yeah, we, we can replace it with, with beef, but you really can't put a price on it. Especially since actually my father-in-law actually got three because he got two during um, gun season and then one um, during archery season. And we ended up processing his last one ourselves. We did it ourselves and we plan on doing it from now on. Sure. Uh, we processed them as a kid because we were poor. Uh, so um, I remember it was funny. We had a picnic table in the basement that was not finished and they'd hang. And oh, yeah. I mean, I've cut plenty of deer meat in my life. Um, yeah. And we went out squirrel hunting. I got three squirrel this weekend. Oh, how we did all that. Nope. Hard. Like my my redneck stops like venison. Really? Yeah. We do. I, we do rabbit and squirrel. I've had rabbit, had squirrel. I just don't enjoy the flavor. I don't enjoy the taste. Um, everybody's like, oh, rabbit's so much like chicken. It is not. It is no, not. No, it's so not. Much, it I so, actually prefer squirrel. It's so much more grizzly. Like, say, um, but the first time I tried squirrel, I was pregnant with Cheyenne and down at um, her dad's family. And so they cook in, in oil and they made this gravy and I was like I said I was like a month pregnant I was just a few weeks and then I had that and I vowed I would never eat it again and I did not touch it for 22 years nice and last year we went scrolling I'm like take me out and let me shoot things I am I'm more than happy to oblige that for you like I will shoot as many squirrels as you want me to shoot as many rabbits as I can shoot I'm not eating it (laughs) but um he said, let me cook it for you. I said, I will try it. And I tried it and it's pretty darn good. Good. So. Um, I could totally give up meat right fucking now. Oh yeah. So it's weird. Like everything but hot dogs. Hot dogs. Mm-mm. Love hot, hot dogs. Hot dogs and cheese. 
I cannot eat squishy meat. I cannot do it. It's not happening. Nick and I, we're we're ultimate fat guys, I would say. Agree. And Midwesterners too. Very much. Because, oh, I mean, we enjoy meat. Yep. But we could not give up hot dogs. <laughs> we fucking love hot dogs. I cannot tell you the last time we bought hot dogs for this house. Jake must have been too. I had hot dogs yesterday. Because oh, I had two chili dogs. Nope. They sound great. Can't do it. I'm about to go so down I can't eat bologna. All the way across town to yester dog right now. I'm not a big yester dog guy. It's the only place that's open right now. I had the I had Nathan's hot dogs, the jumbos. With the chili, oh my god, it was so fucking good. I do. I buy the expensive hot dogs because I want good meat. So we we talked about this episode, and we've pretty much talked about my whole kind of quick list, right? Yeah. Um, big big huge step that we all agree upon. Find out how much you owe and to who, right? Because you need to know what debts you have. You do. Um, be open to talk about getting help, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I see you said that, that's one thing that like literally set you on the track to get there, like. Talking to somebody else that has their head out of their butt and, you know, is doing what, you know, uh, I, I talk about losing weight all the time. I run into a guy who I'm usually drunk on Friday nights. I'm like, man, every time yeah, I gotta come see you, man, I gotta start losing weight. I gotta start losing weight. Dude, come see me. Come see me. But it takes me to go actually do it. Right. I have to want it for myself bad enough. Um, number three, right. I want to suggest budgeting to, to you guys. Um, budget, budget, budget. You know, so know your due dates um, when you get paid, how much. But so I'm pretty sure we still have a, a document for Bucks and Brews for a budgeting thing. We can get, I do. We can get that out to you. You want to know where to get a budget? You just got to find us. Yep. Um, because, right, I think most people don't know. I mean, even if we talk about budget, they don't know what goes on a budgeting sheet, right? Like, no, it's not. David, can you send that to me? I absolutely can. I'll yeah, send it uh, to Cheyenne. So like, right, like, and, and it'll, it'll break down things. And if you have, if you have questions of what, things should go into what category that's one thing i loved about the girl that i listened to on tiktok i will tell you she's like look i had tires and something else that just went in a miscellaneous category right and i was like great like you didn't know where to put it but you just put a giant sum of money right here and that's perfect like who cares at least you know that you spent the money right like mm-hmm. and, and you know roughly hey these are all just weird things that are one-offs right um and then you know, one, one suggestion I'll give people, right. Because I like to do that is, um, you know, what, what can be bought or sorry. Yeah. What can be bought with lower debt? So again, I'm on this big credit card kick, but like, can you go find, instead of doing a Disney credit card, which is 18%, can you go to a credit, a community credit union and get a, um, free rollover for 13% or 8% for something? Um, Right. In my situation, I can't. I tried that. I went to a bank and I was so excited. They approved me and I was like, yes, I'm rolling over all this credit card. They gave me a thousand dollars. Right. But that was it. But I mean, a thousand dollars minus. And 10%. that's now paid off. I think I owe $80 left on that. But yeah. But so you took the thousand bucks. I did. Right. So now. Because it was 0% interest for a year. So now, now you close that card and you get another one. Right. Um because you're not worried about your credit at this moment right you're worried but i don't have good enough credit to get that though that's the problem to get another card you got approved once but to get anything higher you don't need to get anything you don't need to get higher so you 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 roll over a thousand bucks onto the card right and you just go hey i'm gonna pay a thousand i'm gonna take a thousand 
and then you get your 0% interest and you pay off that. And then you close that and open another one and you pay another thousand because you're getting zero. So you're saving 18% interest, 16% interest, whatever it might be. And again, we're not here to me personally. I'm not here to build your credit, right? I'm here to get you out of fucking debt. So that way we can build credit. Eventually mm-hmm. I want, I want you to be successful long-term down the road. Your, your credit. I mean, in your situation specifically, you already have a house. Yeah. You guys are going to go get a car, but granted your husband has better credit, but like you have everything that you need. You don't, you shouldn't be going to credit things, right? Like you just bought a pellet thing. We can talk about that. Like you, you, you lived your whole life without one. Now you just got one, right? Like, Hey, you decided, Hey, my freezer's full. I need a generator. Like if you ask me, do you need it? Like, if yes, if that's what you feel you need, but somebody will approve you for it if that's what you need. Right. So if that's the biggest key, but otherwise really a thousand dollars, a thousand bucks each time open 10. If you have 10,000 bucks on your Disney card, go, go pay the thousand bucks. Prove to yourself so I can pay the thousand off. One of Do the, it again. One Do of again. the things I always suggest yeah. is prosper or lending club. Oh yeah. Because it's peer to peer lending. Yep. They don't, I mean, they look at your credit score, but they assign you their own credit score. Yep. And I funded several loans through prosper. Now, again, you don't, you have to fund at least $25. So I would throw $25 in 10 different loans. Is there an app? Uh, Prosper, I believe has an app. I always make great returns on it somewhere between 18 and 22%. And, you know, people were able to pay off debts because they were getting, if they had good credit, yep. If they had good credit, they would get a lower rate if they had, you know, questionable credit, it might be a little bit higher, but for the most part, you would just tell people, Hey, listen, I have this medical debt. I need to pay off. It costs $10,000. That's what I'm looking for. And you take it out for either three or five years. Sure. So that's always an option to at least consolidate your debt into one spot. And maybe you'll pay less with your interest rate at that. Who knows? Yep. Um, and, and that's a, like, that's a great possibility. Mm-hmm. We talk about SoFi, right. Yeah. For college debt. Um, right. And, and to me, I mean, I'm, it's easier to build credit than it is to pay off debts. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I mean, I can, I can get you into a credit card. I can get you into a $500 credit card that you're going to keep at a very low balance. Cause now you're, you're very centered. You, you know exactly what to do because it took you that long to get out of debt. Now you're going to do it. Yeah, you you pay fifty bucks a month on it. You sure. know, you charge fifty bucks a month on it, and you pay that off. Yep. Um, I say we'll figure that out later. I'm gonna end up doing Prosper. It, it's fantastic. I, I've made good returns on that, and people have been able to pay off debt with that. Good. I mean, again, you have to look what you're looking for. So, like, I always looked for somebody that had guaranteed income. You know, yep. I, I funded doctors or truck drivers or teachers. Because they have a guaranteed income. Yep. And, um, you know, let's say it's something to, to look at. But um, to me, say to me, this this debt is no matter how much you're in, there's an answer. Whether the answer is you go into bankruptcy and we start you all over mm-hmm. or whether you start hunkering down and get to where you need to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, yeah, I, I, I've, I've hunkered back down again. I've, um, I had gotten away from tracking my spending. Yep. 
I'll be honest. Um, I started that again. Um, I've actually put money into my savings. Um, I have a, a plan that we can talk about off camera because I don't want it known yet. Um, but I, I have a goal and I have to meet it within the next two years. Well, and end of story. I say we'll talk about it and I think we'll have to have another episode. But like you said, I put money into savings. Like, okay, stop telling me that you, you put money into savings and just do it. So like every month, I don't care and make it a stupid small amount or every week, whatever it is. Like, okay, I put no, like 10 bucks, right? No matter your worst month possible, you're putting 10 bucks into savings and you're never touching that savings. It's kind of like a 401k because if you did $10 for the past year and a half, that's $1,040, let's just say, right? And your husband and you want a pellet stove and you say, you know what? I don't want to go into debt anymore. I don't want to do this. We have $1,040 because I've done $10 a week for the past two years that we've, because we started this journey two years ago. Fuck it. We wiped our savings. Now we don't have to go into debt for it. Like, or we're going into debt for the generator not the pellet stove or or vice versa right like but see even the the pellet stove a ton literally a ton of pellets and the generator was still less than filling our propane tank no i get that but like but the whole point is is like pay yourself pay yourself like do it set a Mm -hmm. stupid low number you don't have like everybody wants to say 50 percent, 100 percent, 80 like literally just set a stupid number that you're never gonna never gonna touch ever doesn't matter like if you think you can do 20 bucks, do 20 bucks, do $10. I'm fine with putting $10 away because that $10 over the court, but you know, your son's 12 now. He'll be 12 in April. Right. So 12. So think about how stupid it is in six years when he goes to graduate and $10 a fucking week or however often $20, you know, for your two weeks paycheck, whatever it is. Now you guys go into graduation season because people don't think this is how my brain works. My brain thinks so long-term, so Graduate, you know, he's having an open house. Boom, guess what? I have this stupid savings account that I've put $10 a week away. We didn't touch a thing. And we're serving hot dogs to Nick and David. And it's completely paid for. And you guys can, you know, but like, right? That's the that's what that money's for. That money's for, we have a big thing eventually down our life that we have to pay for, right? So, I mean, so at that point, so we 500 bucks a year. Let's just stupidly do this over 10 years. I mean, that's, that's a big amount of money, right? I mean, you guys, you can, you can get there. You can buy stupid things. I think the moral of the story is pay yourself. If, if you want Nick and I to join you for any of your events, it does not need to be steak and lobster. Just serve some fucking hot dogs and we'll be there. All right. So you throw me, you throw me a Bud Light or tell me I have to drink it before I walk down the hill. Um, if you come here, we'll do uh, burgers. My husband is just like a master griller. I mean, we can eat that too. Do yeah, say. So, um, but like, really, like, don't tell me you. It's, I'm not trying to be angry at you. That's the advice I'll give you: is, oh, I put money into savings. No, you should be putting money into savings no matter what, because that ten dollars shouldn't be your lifeline. That should just be a guaranteed that's going away. That's going there, right? And and people don't realize how little ten dollars is. And how much it can the be. problem is they think it's a lot of money because everybody's living paycheck to paycheck no but it's the same thing i tell them when they get hired in at a company throw your 401k they're giving you a 401k mm-hmm. they're gonna match it you're not gonna miss that money because you didn't know you were getting it in the first place oh yeah and that's especially the young kids right mm-hmm. i mean 
older people and you lost a job and you're going to a less paying job. I, I understand your stresses and your frustrations, but really, I mean, we can get you to this point, right? Cause you're going to get used to it. We are, we are people that will always live to the, to what we need. Right. We'll always find a way. Well, you know, I, I, I was talking about my, my near death experience Yeah, and I made the comment in front of Dawn that you know if i drop dead you're not allowed to give any of my shit away and she goes but there are people that really care about you and they'll want a piece of you fuck them i mean i love my friends but seriously fuck them because caitlin whatever she doesn't want can turn around and sell all of my collectibles and probably net two three hundred thousand dollars you know, I, I, I do this all the time. I have three Carrie Fisher signed pictures. Yep. They all cost me 60 bucks. Yep. I could sell every one of them now for a minimum of 700. Yep. So you're going to hand that to somebody? Bullshit. You're not handing that to anybody. And my good friends wouldn't take it. But I'm, I'm taking stuff with you, though. Yeah, you can have all the cheap shit that I don't want. I, or that Caitlin don't want. I'm getting Dale and Brennan. You can have that. She will give you that, and she will be perfectly happy. Even if Dale and Brennan are hundred bucks a piece, they would be happy to give you them. Oh, I know. I, I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> but and for anybody out there that doesn't realize, it's it's my stepbrother's Funko Pops that yeah. Nick wants. Yeah. Um. But so, you know, if people that are still with us, like, understand that you're not alone. There's a million people that have gone through it. Um. I mean, I I. Right. I mean, I've been in more debt than some people. I mean, currently I'm in crap tons of debt. I deal with it. Like mine is what I would call personal educated debt. Mm -hmm. I've also been in college debt of, I don't remember what my debt was, 7K. Like I took college debt. I'm afraid to admit that because it was forced on me like Caitlin's was. Yeah. It was granted every CC I, I went and had to pay my semesters. Davenport's just like, here, we'll give it to you. And I was like, I guess. Okay. No, you paid all at the end. And I was like, all right. Um, Not realizing. Yeah, I know I did. I was young and stupid, right? I, I really was. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, I I never really had, I carried debt on a credit card for a long, for a little period of time, because that's what I was told. That's how I was educated. Hey, you go get a $500 college credit card, and then you have to carry a little debt on it and let them make money on you. So that way you, you build, build credit. credit. And I was like, okay, so, so I, I spent 200 bucks and now my payment's $27 and I paid them interest. So I, I gave them money. And so they, they gave me credit and I was like, cool. So I'm not afraid to have given credit card companies money because that's how I was taught how you build credit. Do you want to know when credit card or credit scores started? Uh, like 1995. I want to say it was around the time you were born. I want to say it's like 88, yeah, 89. Yeah, probably. Right. Because there was no need for a fucking credit score up until that point. Right. You could get a nine. Or my, my 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 mom bought my house or her house you know uh i was one years old so i was been 1989 and i think they paid thirty thousand bucks mm -hmm. my grandparents paid nine grand for their house or seven grand courtney's grandparents paid no they might have paid seven and my grandparents paid 11 i think my house down yeah. in play yeah I want to say in 1972, they spent 25,000 on it. But that's a fucking mat. That's, that, a, that's that, a mansion. It is. And it has land and a pond. It does. Right? Like, let's be clear on what we're... It's you know. on five acres and it's right. 5,400 square feet. Right. It's a fucking massive house. It is. You know, I mean... I mean, it wasn't that when they bought it. Because, I mean, they added on to that still, house. Still. 
I mean, you know, and go try to buy it now, right? I mean, I'll give them seventeen thousand for it because that's about all it's worth. Um, I mean, it appraises around two hundred ninety. Yeah. So you know, I mean, just just realize that you're not alone in this game. Uh, there's a million people that are willing to give you free advice. Well, and we're happy. I mean message us yeah we're happy to talk to anybody about their debt issues and you don't have to come on here and we won't (laughs) share your name and if we do share anything we'll just call you jim bob or that's that's my friend's name my friend's name is jim bob jim bob and susie joe um if you want to hop on our discord find the uh debt help channel that i created we'll hop on there i know vanessa is part of our discord we we don't really use discord very much but I mean, if people engage, we are happy to come and engage. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, somebody joined the other night and I waved back because I yeah. had a notification. I was like, all right, I'll wave. That's an interaction because, um, you know, that's who like that's who we are. Yeah, we're here to help. <laughs> and say, so, you know, and, um, I'm sitting with people Thursday morning at 930 in the morning, right? Like, hey, this is where I want to be. This is what I'm doing. Okay, we'll get you there, right? Um any any other last thoughts from you, Vanessa? I was just gonna ask that. Um no. Good. Just, I guess um you know, people who are in debt, they kind of uh disassociate themselves with their, their friends and they kind of they're reclusive. Um I want to share a little thing that actually Cheyenne does with her friends. Um once a week they get together and they just have a friends night. And they play games and everybody brings something to share, to eat. And every week somebody else is responsible for something. And it's not a lot. So like, you know, one person is bringing hamburgers, the other person brings buns and, you know, like that. And I think that's a good way to kind of um, find somebody or a group of friends that you can do that with. So you are not out going out to dinner and spending money and then, going into that cycle of debt, you know, you still need that, that break, that escape, that interaction, you know, find something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't cost a lot of money. That's important because you still need to do things. If you sit home and say, I'm not going out, I'm not doing this. You are going to be miserable. You cannot sustain that before you just go buck wild and spend a whole bunch more money because you can't take it anymore. So you you need that mental break. Oh, I mean, that's great advice. It is. Um, as always, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, we're here to help. What, uh, did, what all did you have besides the two we knew about? Bud Light Seltzer and then the Rogue. Um, Raspberry, Raspberry. Tartlandia. Yep. And then I moved on to peanut butter. Then this chocolate porter was not great. Um, I actually ended up mixing it with my Rogue Raspberry. To make it better, Jay. Uh, it was, you know, I say it was fine. You guys seen my face, my expression, the English style, mild, uh, not, not a great beer. Um, was, was not saying, uh, there was, there was something funky that I didn't love. And then I ended up with the low funk sour ale, which I absolutely loved. It was a great amount Very of sour. sour. Yes. Uh, so, you know, I mean, th- this, uh, Mobcraft, they're doing great. I've enjoyed my box. You can't have a home run of everything you do. I, I enjoyed the uh, peanut butter porter from Elk mixed with the triple jam from yeah. Blake's. And then I mixed the Rourke in as it was lowering. 
so all three were very good yeah. as always um so we'll be back are we back next week Nick's trying to figure out when he's going on vacation i think my answer is yes yes next 24th. week's okay 24th is good okay so we'll be back next week uh we'll figure out what the hell we're talking about probably over the weekend because yep. that's what we do um again thank you vanessa for joining us you'll stick around for a minute here after i shut off record and for everybody else you know again if you want to join our uh discord please do that we will help you talk about your debt and how to get out of it give you support um anybody else if you have show ideas we're always open to listen to what you have to say so very much thanks for joining us and we will talk to you guys again very very soon You've dialed in to Box and Brews. You might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews.